Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. We invite you to join us at 1 Oakley Avenue in North Providence, Rhode Island. This podcast is presented to you by The Way Ministries, supported by listeners like you. For donations, live videos, podcasts, and more, please visit www.thewayministriesri.org. Thank you and have a great day. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Through the Bible in a Year with Pastor John. Glad you could join me today to get a portion of God's Word. Today we're going to start in day 16, January 16th, Genesis 45-47, to Joseph's family united in Egypt. Overview. Today's reading contains the exciting conclusion to the story of Joseph and his unsuspecting brothers. After twice planting evidence on his brothers that would ensure their return to Egypt, Joseph cannot contain his secret any longer. In an emotion-packed scene, he reveals that he is the brother they sold into slavery, but Joseph doesn't get revenge for their ill-treatment of him. Instead, he shows kindness to his brothers, acknowledging that God was behind it all to bring much good out of this difficult circumstance. As a result of Joseph's actions, his father Jacob moves to Egypt to spend his remaining years with his united family. Chapter 45, Joseph's Surprise Announcement, Joseph's Family Reunited. Chapter 46, Jacob's Move to Egypt. Chapter 47, Jacob's Exaltation in Egypt, Joseph's Family Treated Kindly. Insight, You Did It, He Did It. Chapter 45, Verse 5, Essentially Saying, You Sold Me, But It Was God Who Sent Me. Joseph makes a classic statement of God's providence. Looking backward, Joseph could clearly see both elements, human and divine, at work in God's plan to save the family of Jacob from perishing in the famine. Ultimately, this was part of God's broader plan to save the world through Jesus, the Messiah, who eventually descended from Jacob's family. Insight. Why God moved the Israelites to Egypt. Genesis 47 verse 12. It is not difficult to see the divine wisdom in moving. Jacob's family to Egypt, 47.1, not only did they survive the crippling famine, but in Egypt the Israelites were also more likely to remain a separate, distinct people, for Jacob and his sons were shepherds, an abominable occupation to Egyptians, and thus a natural barrier to intermarriage. For 400 years, the Israelites would live in Egypt despite many trials, Multiply into a great nation. Chapter 45. Joseph reveals his identity. Joseph could stand it no longer. There were many people in the room, and he said to his attendants, Out, all of you. So he was alone with his brothers when he told them who he was. Then he broke down and wept. He wept so loudly the Egyptians could hear him, and word of it quickly carried to Pharaoh's palace. I am Joseph, he said to his brothers. Is my father still alive? But his brothers were speechless. They were stunned to realize that Joseph was standing there in front of them. Please come closer, he said to them. So they came closer, and he said again, I am Joseph, your brother, whom you sold into slavery in Egypt. But don't be upset, and don't be angry with yourselves for selling me to this place. It was God who sent me here ahead of you to preserve your lives. This famine that was ravaged the land for two years, will last five more years, 
and there will be neither plowing nor harvesting. God has sent me ahead of you to keep you and your families alive and to preserve many survivors. So it was God who sent me here, not you. And he is the one who made me an advisor to Pharaoh, the manager of his entire palace and the governor of all Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and tell him, This is what your son Joseph says. God has made me master over all the land of Egypt, so come down to me immediately. You can live in the region of Goshen, where you can be near me with all your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and everything you own. I will take care of you there, for there are still five years of famine ahead of us. Otherwise, you, your household, and all your animals will starve. Then Joseph added, Look, you can see for yourselves, and so can my brother Benjamin, that I really am Joseph. Go tell my father of my honored position here in Egypt. Describe for him everything you have seen, and then bring my father here quickly. Weeping with joy, he embraced Benjamin, and Benjamin did the same. Then Joseph kissed each of his brothers and wept over them, and after they began talking freely with him. Pharaoh invited Jacob to Egypt. The news soon reached Pharaoh's palace. Joseph's brothers have arrived. Pharaoh and his officials were all delighted to hear this. Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers this is what you must do. Load your pack, animals, and hurry back to the land of Canaan. Then get your father and all your families and return here to me. I will give you the very best land in Egypt, and you will eat from the best the land produces. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Tell your brothers, take wagons from the land of Egypt to carry your little children and your wives, and bring your father here. Don't worry about your personal belongings, for the best of all the land of Egypt is yours. So the sons of Jacob did as they were told. Joseph provided them with wagons, as Pharaoh had commanded, and he gave them supplies for the journey, and he gave each of them new clothes. But to Benjamin he gave five changes of clothes and three hundred pieces of silver. He also sent his father ten male donkeys loaded with the finest products of Egypt, and ten female donkeys loaded with grain and bread and other supplies he would need on his journey. So Joseph sent his brothers off, and as they left he called after them, Don't quarrel about all this along the way. And they left Egypt and returned to their father Jacob in the land of Canaan. Joseph is still alive, they told him, and he is governor of all the land of Egypt. Jacob was stunned at the news. He couldn't believe it. But when they repeated to Jacob everything Joseph had told them, and when he saw the wagons Joseph had sent to carry him, their father's spirits revived. Then Jacob exclaimed, It must be true. My son Joseph is alive. I must go and see him before I die. Chapter 46 Jacob's Journey to Egypt So Jacob set out for Egypt with all his possessions, and when he came to Beersheba, he offered sacrifices to the God of his father Isaac. During the night, God spoke to him in a vision. Jacob, Jacob, he called. Here I am, Jacob replied. I am God, the God of your father. The voice said, Do not be afraid to go down to Egypt, for there I will make your family into a great nation. I will go with you down to Egypt, and I will bring you back again. You will die in Egypt, but Joseph will be with you to close your eyes. So Jacob left Beersheba, and his sons took him to Egypt. They carried him and their little ones and their wives in the wagons. 
Pharaoh had provided for them. He also took all their livestock and all the personal belongings they had acquired in the land of Canaan. So Jacob and his entire family went to Egypt, sons and grandsons, daughters and granddaughters, all his descendants. These are the names of the descendants of Israel, the sons of Jacob, who went to Egypt. Reuben was Jacob's oldest son. The sons of Reuben were Hanak, Halu, Hezron, and Carmi. The sons of Simeon were Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Jachin, Johar, and Shaul. Shaul's mother was a Canaanite woman. The sons of Levi were Gershon, Kohat, and Merari. The sons of Judah were Ur, Onan, Shelah, Perez, and Zerah. Though Ur and Onan had died in the land of Canaan, the sons of Perez were Hezron and Hamul. The sons of Issachar were Tola, Hua, Jashab, and Shimron. The sons of Zebulun were Sered, Elon, and Jehiel. These were the sons of Leah and Jacob who were born in Padem Aram. In addition to their daughter Dinah, the number of Jacob's descendants, male and female, through Leah was 33. The sons of Gad were Zephon, Haggai, Shunai, Esbon, Erai, Arodai, and Aralai. The sons of Asher were Imna, Ishva, Ishvi, and Beria. Their sister were Serah. Beria's son were Heba and Melchiel. These were the sons of Zilpha, the servant given to Leah by her father, Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants from Zilpha was sixteen. The sons of Jacob's wife, Rachel, were Joseph and Benjamin. Joseph's sons, born in the land of Egypt, were Manasseh and Ephraim. Their mother was Ashenat, daughter of Potipharah, the priest of An. Benjamin's sons were Bela, Becca, Ashbel, Gera, Naaman, Ehi, Rash, Muppim, Puppim, and Ad. These were the sons of Rachel and Jacob. The number of Jacob's descendants from Rachel was 14. The son of Dan was Husham. The sons of Naphtali were Jaziel, Gunai, Jezah, and Shilam. These were the sons of Bilhah, the servant given to Rachel by her father Laban. The number of Jacob's descendants from Bilhah was 7. The total number of Jacob's direct descendants who went with him to Egypt, not counting his son's wives, was 66. In addition, Joseph had two sons who were born in Egypt, so altogether there were 70 members of Jacob's family in the land of Egypt. Jacob's family arrives in Goshen. As they neared their destination, Jacob sent Judah ahead to meet Joseph and get directions to the region of Goshen. And when they finally arrived there, Joseph prepared his chariot and traveled to Goshen to meet his father Jacob. When Joseph arrived, he embraced his father and wept, holding him for a long time. Finally, Jacob said to Joseph, Now I am ready to die, since I have seen your face again and know you are still alive. And Joseph said to his brothers and to his father's entire family, I will go to Pharaoh and tell him, My brothers and my father's entire family, have come to me from the land of Canaan. These men are shepherds, and they raise livestock. They have brought with them 
their flocks and herds and everything they own. Then he said, When Pharaoh calls for you at Nas about your occupation, you must tell him, We, your servants, have raised livestock all our lives as our ancestors have always done. When you tell him this, he will let you live here in the region of Goshen, for the Egyptians despise shepherds. Chapter 47 Jacob Blesses Pharaoh Then Joseph went to see Pharaoh and told him, My father and my brothers have arrived from the land of Canaan. They have come with all their flocks and herds and possessions, and they are now in the region of Goshen. Joseph took five of his brothers with him and presented them to Pharaoh. And Pharaoh asked the brothers, What is your occupation? They replied, We, your servants, are shepherds, just like our ancestors. We have come to live here in Egypt for a while, for there is no pasture for our flocks in Canaan. The famine is very severe there, so please, we request permission to live in the region of Goshen. Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Now that your father and brothers have joined you here, choose any place in the entire land of Egypt for them to live. Give them the best land of Egypt. Let them live in the region of Goshen, and if any of them have special skills, put them in charge of my livestock too. Then Joseph brought in his father Jacob and presented him to Pharaoh, and Jacob blessed Pharaoh. How old are you? Pharaoh asked him. Jacob replied, I have traveled this earth for 130 hard years, but my life has been short compared to the lives of my ancestors. Then Jacob blessed Pharaoh again before leaving his court. So Joseph assigned the best land of Egypt, the region of Ramses, to his father and his brothers and settled them there just as Pharaoh had commanded. And Joseph provided food for his father and his brothers in amounts appropriate to the number of their dependents, including the small children. Joseph's Leadership in the Famine Meanwhile, the famine became so severe that all the food was used up and the people were starving throughout the lands of Egypt and Canaan. By selling grain to the people, Joseph eventually collected all the money in Egypt and Canaan, and he put the money in Pharaoh's treasury. When the people of Egypt and Canaan ran out of money, all the Egyptians came to Joseph. Our money is gone, they cried, but please give us food or we will die before your very eyes. Joseph replied, Since your money is gone, bring me your livestock. I will give you food in exchange for your livestock. So they brought their livestock to Joseph in exchange for food, in exchange for their horses, flocks of sheep and goats, herds of cattle and donkeys. Joseph provided them with food for another year. But that year ended, and the next year they came again and said, We cannot hide the truth from you, my lord. Our money is gone, and all our livestock and cattle are yours. We have nothing left to give but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your very eyes? Buy us and our land in exchange for food. We offer our land and ourselves as slaves for Pharaoh. Just give us grain so we may live and not die, and so the land does not become empty and desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh. All the Egyptians sold them their fields because the famine was so severe and soon all the land belonged to Pharaoh. As for the people, he made them all slaves from one end of Egypt to the other. The only land he did not buy was the land belonging to the priests. They received an allotment of food directly from Pharaoh 
so they didn't need to sell their land. Then Joseph said to the people, Look, today I have bought you and your land for Pharaoh. I will provide you with seeds so you can plant the fields. Then when you harvest it, one-fifth of your crop will belong to Pharaoh. You may keep the remaining four-fifths as seeds for your fields and as food for you and your households and your little ones. You have saved our lives, they exclaimed. May it please you, my lord, to let us be Pharaoh's servants. Joseph then issued a decree still in effect in the land of Egypt that Pharaoh should receive one-fifth of all the crops grown on his land. Only the land belonging to the priest was not given to Pharaoh. Meanwhile, the people of Israel settled in the region of Goshen in Egypt, where they acquired property and they were fruitful and their population grew rapidly. Jacob lived for 17 years after his arrival in Egypt, so he lived 147 years in all. As the time of his death drew near, Jacob called for his son Joseph and said to him, Please do me this favor. Put your hand under my thigh and swear that you will treat me with unfailing love by honoring this last request. Do not bury me in Egypt. When I die, please take my body out of Egypt and bury me with my ancestors. So Joseph promised, I will do as you ask. Swear that you will do it, Jacob insisted. So Joseph gave his oath, and Jacob bowed humbly at the head of his bed. My Daily Walk Sovereignty is a big word, but it is also a biblical concept that touches your life every day. God is sovereign. That means nothing takes him by surprise. Every experience in life, from the most pleasant to the most painful, has been allowed by God for a very special purpose. Joseph learned this important truth although it took years of mistreatment to drive the point home. Addressing his brothers who sold him, he declared, It was God who sent me here, not you. Chapter 45, verse 8. Think back over your life and select one event that stands out as a time when it appeared that God had lost control. Perhaps it was a death in the family, or the loss of a job, or an unexpected accident. Now across that painful memory, mentally write the words God was there. Write out a definition of sovereignty in your own words and make it speak to your own situation. For example, sovereignty means that God had a purpose in my recent job loss. He hasn't forgotten. He just has something better in store. We should be thankful that God always turns out to be bigger than we thought. That's all for today, my friends. You have a great day, and God bless you all, and I will see you again tomorrow.